Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. I am so glad you're with us today. Man, we've got a podcast for you today. If you read the title of the podcast, you saw it. I am talking about me getting mad at my pastor. I'm sharing a personal testimony, personal story, and what the Holy Spirit did in me with that. So let me set this thing up. This is some years back. We had this situation come up where where, uh, we were doing some work and this and that. And uh, my pastor said, hey, I'm going to go this direction and this direction. I thought, man, I don't like that direction. That's actually my area. Why are we going this? And for the first time in, strangely, ever, I noticed that I had gotten offended at my pastor. And be honest, that was new to me. Up until that point, I had really not gotten offended. I don't always agree with the decisions we go to, but but just because of the way my parents raised me, man, we rock on. We don't worry. We don't concern ourselves with, with we don't like the way things are going. If God called us here, then we, we serve. That's how we roll. So it was very strange to me. Now, because I have dealt with my, with my past in I'll actually be talking about this part later in some other podcasts. I don't know how much later. We'll, we'll just see. But I had dealt with pornography in my past. And so I knew what it was like to have to fight in your mind for freedom from something. This thought process of being upset at my pastor just kept coming up and coming up. I'm like, man, I, I, this ain't right. This is not normal. I'm not usually like this. And it went on for months. I would say almost a year and I'm like, man, I, I would be praying along, and it's like, you know, I rebuke these thoughts. I, I command these thoughts to go, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna dwell on what is good and what is lovely, what is, what is righteous. You know, my God, my, my pastor is is called of God. I don't have any right to judge them. You know, these kind of thoughts will curse my life. I'm praying these things out, and it's not changing. I'm like, I know how to fight. You know, the things in my mind, I know how to quote scriptures and and, and pray in the Holy Spirit and, and get this stuff out. Why isn't it working? What's going on in me that this is happening? And I begin to see it affect the way I was working. I was like, I don't like this. This is bad. This is bad. So I said, all right, I'm, 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 I'm going to pray. And I'd asked the Holy Spirit this before, but I asked again, what's going on in me, Holy Spirit? What is the deal? Why is it? That this really small, dumb thing has grabbed a hold of my soul. Listen to me there. My soul. And is causing me some inner torment and turmoil. Why can't I get rid of it? Well, listen, you got those things going on. It's probably because there's something in you that needs to change. And that was the case. I had some change to make and God needed to teach me some things. And as I was fighting, listen, as I was fighting that off, there was some things stirring, some good things stirring on the inside, some things that I was growing in, some maturity that I was gaining on the inside. So one day I was in prayer, and this is the story I want to share with you guys. This is what I, I want to just personally just give to you today. As I began to pray, and the Holy Spirit clarified it. As I was praying, I was actually in my office praying, as it's common for me to do. Thank goodness I have an office and not a cubicle. But I was praying in my office. And I was like, God, this is, doesn't make sense. I don't actually believe my pastor's this way. The, these thoughts in my head are not lining up with the truth. These thought, oh, listen to this. These thoughts in my head are not who my pastor is. I know they're wrong. I don't want them here. I don't want to fight them anymore. 
what's going on. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, Chad, you know the scripture in Proverbs that says, iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. I said, I'm thinking, yeah, I know that scripture. Well, let me tell you something. Holy Spirit changed his tone of voice real fast after that. See, he was real pleasant. Chad, you know that scripture that says, iron sharpens iron, show a friend, so a friend or, you know, you know the scripture. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, Holy Spirit, yeah. Well, let me tell you something. He dropped that sweet tone of voice real fast. And this is what he said. Now you listen to me. Listen to what I'm going to say. Stick with me through this. He said, your pastor is not your friend and he is not the iron. And listen, when he said that, boy, I sat straight up. I was like, oh, snap. I have misjudged something. I have totally misconstrued something I'm about to get rained down on by Jesus style. And he did. And this is what he told me. And I'm going to explain this. He said, you are the iron, Chad. Listen, this ministry is the anvil. And your pastor is the blacksmith building what I have told him to build. And I was like, oh, snap, have I misjudged. Forgive me, Lord. But listen, he went on. There was, there was more to learn. And he said this, and I begin to see it in my head, a visualization of a blacksmith with a sword, and you got the fire and the sparks flying. And he said, your pastor will scan your frame. That's what he said. And it's like I saw a blacksmith holding a sword right up to his eye, looking down the edge, the long side of that thing, you know, like you would look to see if it's straight. And he said, your pastor will scan your frame for any and every small, tiny imperfection. And he will heat that imperfection up to its breaking point, And then he will hammer it and hit it and hit it and hit it and hit it till you can take no more. And then he's going to dunk you in a bucket of water and just leave you steaming for months. That's what the Holy Spirit told me. And I thought, what in the world is this? I got mad at my pastor over something, and this is what the Holy Spirit is saying. He's saying, your pastor is working on you while he's building this ministry. He's building you too. I think so many leaders, so many volunteers miss that point. Even, the, even, even me as a head over my department at my church, I am building the people under me as I build the vision before me. It is so crucial to understand. You go look at Jesus' life. He had disciples as well as the cross. He was heading towards the cross. He was heading towards the call God left had on his life. And all the time he was building up disciples under him, building up people under him. It's just, listen, when your leader is dealing with you, when the Holy Spirit is dealing with you, when things are difficult, if you'll stick them out, Get into your Bible, get into prayer, worship God, pray, seek God. You'll begin, those, those difficulties will form you into a new person. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second, but this is what we call that. We call it growth, or a better word is maturity. Maturity is that selfless strength that comes when you, when you begin to grow. Selfless strength. 
Now, the Holy Spirit prompted me just shortly after that. He said, Chad, I want you to go read up on, on blacksmithing. And I'm like, you know, what is the point in this? Why, why are, where, first of all, where did this metal come from? You know, is it a big hunk of metal? How did it form into a sword? How did it form into a horseshoe? What has the heat got to do with anything? What has the bucket of water got to do with it? What is the deal? This is what I found out. Check this out. Steel, it's a mixture of some things, some different elements. But steel has a hardness to it before it gets tempered. That's the process of heating it. And uh, and I, I'm not a blacksmith, so I'm, I'm guaranteed to get a little of this names and stuff wrong. Please, I'm not a metallurgist, so don't don't judge me that way. But uh, t- steel can't be used in its raw because it's too hard. And you think, what? Yeah, that's right. It's so hard that any pressure will break it. Pressure will break it. Break it easily. It's very brittle. Why? Because it has no flexibility. You see, In order for steel to be used, depending on what it needs to be used for, it has to be tempered or, listen to me, it has to be given a new temperament. See, you've got to take this steel and heat it and do some special things to it and put it in some oil or put it in some water or let it air cool. There's different things, but it gets heat and cooled and hammered and formed based on what it is supposed to be because it currently doesn't match that. This is what we call in the ministry. This is what we call growth. It is correction. It is stress. It is seasons that you go through. Seasons of quietness, seasons of difficulty, seasons of busyness, seasons of stillness that create who you're supposed to be. And everything has the temperament or, or, or steel, it, it gets tempered based on what it's going to be. You see, on a battlefield, if you have a sword and you swing it, you don't want your sword to break in half. If it did, it wasn't tempered correctly. It could not absorb that blow. It couldn't take that kind of shock, and it broke. It's now no good. How many ministers have you seen that get out there in the ministry, first sign of trouble, they break, they crack, they quit? How many people, how many volunteers have come into a difficult situation, you know, in band or in youth ministry or something, they're like, no, I quit, I quit. They weren't ready. Their heart was not tempered. It had the wrong temperament. They couldn't handle the pressure. But you know, if you put big steel beams in a building, they have a different temperament than than a battlefield sword. See, the, the sword needs to be a little more flexible, all right? But it probably can't hold as much weight as a steel beam. It definitely can't hold as much weight as a steel beam. But you don't want the steel beams in your building. You don't want those things swaying on you. All right. You don't want a palm tree building that's just flexible in the wind and blowing all over the place. Listen, when I had that that time with my with when I got frustrated with my pastor, I I really found it. It was awkward for me because I have not ever up to that point. I had not experienced that before. I'm so glad it happened. I'm so glad I sought God and asked him what was going on because this is what happened. He showed me, and this is what I'm telling you, there will be some rough times. There will be some difficult times. There even is some pressure from your leadership that you don't even understand. You just don't get it. And God is not explaining it on purpose. What you're going to need to do It's just get up on that anvil and sit there and let the blacksmith do his job. Let God 
through your leaders. Let me say that again. Let God through your leaders do in you what he wants to do. If you listen to the previous podcast, I talked about the fact that when you go through these difficult times, there is a future. There's a thing that you are going towards. And if you get off the path, you get off the future. Okay? Don't let whatever difficult things may happen in your life in ministry to keep you from moving forward with God or for quitting the ministry altogether and going to do something else. It'd be like, I'm not volunteering anymore. I'm quitting this band. I'm I'm not going to run sound anymore. I'm just going to sit in the church and just sit. No, your heart's wrong. You're not going to get anything out of church. Trust me, I've been there. I understand that. I bought the T-shirt, probably designed the T-shirt, and then the design was rejected, which is why my heart was bad. Anyway, that's not what I was saying. You need to let God do something in you. Let that moment work on you. Your leaders generally... I'm not saying all leaders are perfect. They probably do not hate you. But even if they hate you, let me tell you this. God is faithful. And you put your trust in God. So you're saying, Chad, I shouldn't respect or trust my leader. Let me tell you this. You should respect your leaders and you should trust them because they are called of God. So you honor them and you honor God and you stay where God puts you because this is what's happening. You are growing You're becoming greater. You're building strength. You're building the ability to stand in the storm. You should be growing in your knowledge of God because there's no reason to correct someone who has no future. Do you know why your leaders are correcting you? Because you've got a future. Stick with it. Now, that's that that personal testimony. I just wanted to share that. With you guys, I hope it is a it is a blessing to someone. It really revolutionized revolutionized the way I see my leadership, and I'm so glad it did. It explained so many things from the past and helped me understand the future, gave me the strength to walk through some things in my future. I don't want to get off the path. There's no fruit in getting off the path. None. There's no fruitfulness to that, y'all. I'm just telling you, from, from, from sitting where I sit, I've been in my ministry for a long time. I was here the day it was started. Okay, my ministry is 42 years old. I've been here that long. I have seen so many people step out, volunteers, staff members. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to go do this. I don't like the way they're doing this. I'm leaving. And I'm telling you, I rarely see, rarely see those people bear any good fruit. If they do, it's because they came back and made amends talked with the the leadership, talked with the pastor, things got smoothed out, and then they went on. I'm just telling you, there's no fruitfulness in quitting. Like a blacksmith, you let God build you. The ministry you're in, the place you're volunteering and serving, it is a place that can grow you. But growth isn't easy. Why? Because you are shaving off what doesn't belong. You are bending into place what is not right. You are cutting things out of your life, pruning things off of your heart and off of your soul that don't need to be there that are not a part of your future. Let God work. Let him move in you. Let him do in you what he wants to do. And do not give up. All right? Listen, if this podcast has been a blessing to you today, let us know. 
ministrystaffpodcast.com is the website. Go over there, shoot us an email, shoot us a message, let us know what's going on. Send us in some questions, comments, love, hate, mail. Either way, I'm going to read them all. Let us know what's going on. We're here to bless you. Appreciate you listening to the podcast. Tell somebody else about it. Talk to you next time.